solid. Oh yeah. I feel like we're running out of things to say when we open up the podcast. No, no, we're good. We got plenty of content left. That, that might have been the fourth time I've made that Rick and Morty uh, reference. No, we're good. <laughs> we're very good. good. We're very good. It's not like we're desperate for money and just launched a Patreon or anything. Hey, what are the tears? Lucas, take us away. Let's start talking about money before we even intro the podcast. Oh, yeah. Let's start talking about the voluntary viewing podcast Patreon on today, April 7th, 2019, and all the ways you can engage with us, which is right now just giving us money because I, I, I set this up the other night without putting a ton of thought into it after learning that... Patreon's going to launch this dumb tiered thing unless you launch your Patreons right now. Yeah. So we launched ours right now. That's how you do it. Do we have any good ideas for tiers? Well, I did have a an idea, and I've shared it with you guys before, for tier one, the most basic tier. Mm. What is what will now definitely be called the most basic tier? The most basic tier is 2018 Andrew comes back from the dead and personally tells you to go fuck yourself. <sighs> hey, I'm Andrew. Go fuck yourself. Is that a freebie? <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, I would then say their name. So let, let's say, oh, you know, John Dude. <laughs> Uh, gave us money, I'd say, hey, John, dude, I'm Andrew, go fuck yourself. Nice. That sounds valuable. Could could they t- customize it further if they were to go for a slightly less basic tier? Uh, you mean, like, a custom message? Like, what famous people now do? <laughs> well, no, it would still have to be an insult, but yes, basically. Oh, you, you, yeah. You cameo. Mm-hmm. Just another thing. Yeah. That's what um, I was referring to. I forgot what it was called. Yes, it's called Cameo. Tier two is we will fly you to <laughs> Chicago. Yeah. And then um, you will record a podcast with Lucas. And then you hang out with him for a week. And then after a week, we fly you to Madison. <laughs> and you record a podcast with Andrew. Then you hang out with Andrew for a week. And then at that end of that week, we fly you to L.A., and you record a podcast with Ryan, and then you fly back home immediately afterwards. I want to clarify <laughs> that tier one is five dollars and above. Tier mm. two is ten thousand dollars. No, no, <laughs> tier two is like ten bucks. <laughs> tier two is like ten bucks. Spend a week with those two. You know me. Unfortunately, I'm the last leg, so it doesn't really make any sense to hang out for a week. So. Ah, oh no. Darn. Yeah. I mean, Madison as a city doesn't really have anything to offer compared to. You know, two of the greatest American cities that there are, Los Angeles yeah, and Chicago. Yeah, you're right. It's just a darn shame <laughs> that they won't have any time to hang out in L.A. Man. I'm just saying. It's almost like, like I should have went I, first, but hey, that's I, the tier. I didn't I, make them. I think that they should probably just skip the Madison portion just because, like I said, they get way more out of their trips to Los Angeles and Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I'm you're thinking right. about, you know, our donors, our faithful listeners. I just want what's best for them. 
Think about the stockholders, Bob. <laughs> Who's helping them out, huh? Anyway. If we get to, uh, what is it, $17 on our Patreon, that functionally covers all of the costs that go into producing this podcast at the moment. So <laughs> that'll be the first goal. $17 a month. Lucas, give us the ticker. Where are we at right now? Zero. Oh, we're, <laughs> we're zero seventeenths of the way there. It's an undefined amount. Yeah. Uh, realistically, though, if you know this podcast does take off and the Patreon sees any action, we will probably do a, a certain tier where donors' names are mentioned. Uh, yeah, and Andrew tells them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> access to the planning document, access to uncut episodes of the podcast where we get super real hold on i thought the uncut episodes were posted online <laughs> was gonna say about that i don't know i think the last time emma was on the podcast we had a whole thing about the value of anarchy that uh you guys all made me cut so you could listen to that hmm. Hmm. <laughs> that's a valuable thing right maybe but then like there's also times where we have you cut like personal information and like <laughs> yeah does that get included like yeah. you get to stalk us <laughs> at a certain amount of money like <laughs> find out lucas and ryan and andrew's place of work social security number i stocks to invest in well i mean if you pay lucas in a way he'd probably cut out stuff randomly throughout the podcast so it only makes sense if you Put money towards the Patreon. You could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Take a huge true. chunks. It's yeah. <laughs> not a bad idea. Maybe like every other podcast, we'll do like a, a pre-show and a post-show. <laughs> oh man, where we talk about nonsense. <laughs> I mean, that is exceptionally 2019 business. Cut out what would otherwise be intrinsic pieces of a piece of media, and then charge people more for them. Pretty much, yeah. Well, that's sustainable. Pay three bucks a month and you get access to the News of the Week segment. <laughs> the News of the Week DLC. Now, was it the like core function of the podcast? Maybe, but it's now DLC. You know, that would actually be a great segue into it. If yeah, that's I what had... I was trying to do. But we need to introduce ourselves super quick. So, um... Okay. One dollar for the introduction sequence. Uh... The joke still works. (laughs) And on the podcast today, we have downloadable character, Ryan Holtz. Hey, unfriended Dark dark Web. (laughs) Season pass exclusive, Andrew Clark. Hey, uh, I could have spent more time on myself to make a better product for you to buy at launch, but... I decided I'm just going to be a shitty person, and eventually, if you spend time with me, I'll, I'll grow better as a result. Hi, everyone. I'm Fallout 76. <laughs> Gold version exclusive of the game, Emma Rowell joining us. Hello. And then you got me, Lucas, just a zombie boob torso derider. No. Oh. What? I wanted it to be Lucas Loot Crate Derider. Ah, fuck, that would have been better. 
But no, I had I to get that, that Dead one. Island reference in there. Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was weird. Wait, were was the boob mannequin Dead Island one or Dead Island two? Um, I don't remember now. Now I gotta look it up. Dead Island. If you search torso. boob mannequin, is that really gonna come up? I feel like it will. Um, nope. Oh, the second was result is boob was, job for mannequins in Venezuela. It was uh, Dead Island Riptide. The uh, Basically, just a expansion, but technically a sequel to Dead Island. That sounds right. Which yeah, wait, it, wait, wait, hold up! That's not a real fact. One second. What? When one in three women enlarge their boobs in a country, the mannequins need to change as well. Uh, this video is claiming in Venezuela, one in three women have breast augmentation surgery. Uh, is that real? Yeah, South um, American countries tend to have a lot more surgery because it's a lot cheaper there. Huh. What have you seen fuck? any of the stats for Brazil and places like that? I mean, Venezuela, probably it's a lot less now, and they should be making the boobs smaller in mannequins because everyone's kind of losing 15 pounds on average. Yeah, Ouch. Topical. Ouch. You guys remember that time in our business class? Uh, the one that we had together, and the professor was like, now, I know this is going to sound funny, but Venezuela actually has a toilet paper shortage right now. And our resounding reaction to it was, they are facing genuine civil and economic crisis. This is not a joke. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. This is weird. <laughs> this is like a, a, a rabbit hole. There's a New York Post article about Venezuela has a chronic shortage of breast implants. Oh, it's a chronic shortage. Yeah, like it's always a thing. Wow. Interesting. Anyway. Tangent. Oh, so that's that's where all their oil went. It just went into the silicon for, uh, <laughs> for boob jobs. I mean, it might not be silicon because there's many other methods. Yeah, aren't those bad? I... Aren't those the ones that kill you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of them gives you it's cancer. It's cheaper there. Oh, that yeah. one I know. Yeah, the other one tends to leak. Yeah, I thought it leaked and then that like was poison, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm -hmm. what is the good kind of implant to get then? There's pretty much none. You could get like a straight-up fat implant, but those it's tend wood. to just kind of wood. go away <laughs> after a while, as if like the body's like, that's not supposed to be there, so it gets reabsorbed. But that one's probably the better one to get. Although they put a bunch of stuff with the fat in the bags. So I don't know if I'd trust that, honestly. It's just like Ziploc bags full of bacon <laughs> grease that's hardened over time. But they like dye it different color. Yeah. It's creepy. Oh, could you get like boob implants that have like LED lights in them that you can turn on remotely? <laughs> So, so that your chest will just light up like a strobe light. It is like hue bulbs. Yeah. It is. You can hook it up to your Amazon Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> hey Alexa, turn on blue mode. <laughs> just blue. Oh no, speakers. You get speakers in there. That's fair. I feel like that give you cancer faster than the actual like implants. It would be very 2019, though, if we finally got, you know, sci-fi cyborgs down, except just for boobs. Yeah, that would sound about right. Yeah. yeah. 
Does it sound about right that Fortnite is adding reboot vans that will let players revive fallen teammates so long as they grab their reboot cards within a set amount of time after their squad mates are eliminated? And it's pretty yeah. much exactly like Respawn Beacons and Apex Legends? That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Everybody's aware of kind of how creatively tainted Fortnite is, right? I mean, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago because it's like two weeks after Apex Legends came out and got really big. Like Fortnite added in a whole bunch of features that were in Apex Legends that everyone liked. And they had said, we're going to put in a respawn thing. Well, that's just the thing we came up with. You know, that's what the players want. I mean, I don't think they're trying to hide it. I think they're just kind of going off of like, oh, this is things that our players want. We're going to put them in. I think I still think it's really fucking dumb. I, so do I, and I'm just fucking exhausted now because I find myself agreeing now with the people who are really into PUBG who said Fortnite was just copying it, yep. and I it. I don't know if they were right then, but we they've been, right. but yeah, they've they, been made right now. <sighs> I mean, they they were right because like the team from Epic Games and the PUBG studio, like, they worked together on projects, and then, like, immediately after they stopped working together, they put out their Battle Royale game, so they they basically just used their time together to steal all their ideas <laughs> and not give them anything in return. But, I mean, I haven't played Fortnite in, like, three months, so I think I'm probably going to delete it. Oh. That's uh, uh, that's a big declaration, Andrew. You keep us updated on that. Yeah. Tune in next week to the Voluntary Viewing Podcast where I tell you whether or not I'm, I've deleted PUBG or uh, Fortnite. Now, PUBG stays. PUBG stays. <laughs> it's too close to home. No, you should make that a Patreon exclusive right there. Like a five-minute interview about after deleting it. Oh, oh yeah. I've, yeah, that's that's tier three. Tier two is we send you all around the country and hang out with us. Tier three is we just hop on Skype and talk about video games for a minute or two. Is tier four going to be $20,000 and you can play a Fortnite match with Andrew? Yeah, I'd have to re-download it. <laughs> uh, all right, next up... um. Via Jason Schreier at Kotaku, it seems like the development of Anthem was far more troubled than anyone realized. Numerous staff members had to take doctor-prescribed leaves of absences, mental breakdowns were common, and nobody seems to know exactly what they were making until the final few months of production. It sounds, it sounds as though it was nothing short of a managerial failure on the part of EA and BioWare. So probably when I introduced myself at the beginning of this podcast, I should have said Anthem instead of Fallout 76. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, hey, I think all this bullshittery was definitely worth it because now everyone loves Anthem, right? Like, ever, everyone loves Anthem. It's, it's a really good product. <laughs> it's high quality. <laughs> they loved it for those two hours when there was a bug that made loot collecting actually fun. Yeah. 
They took that shit out of there real quick. Oh, yeah. So is Bioware done? Like, a lot of people are thinking this might be the end of Bioware. I, they confirmed Dragon Age 4, and, you know, if that's a hit, then it might be fine, but... Didn't they also, like, re- like reveal Dragon Age 4, like, against the wishes of EA? Or am I thinking of something else? That might be something else. I don't think I had heard that. Oh, okay. Best Buy leaks Persona 5 for Nintendo Switch, as well as the Metroid Prime Trilogy for Switch, and The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past for Switch. Whoa. See, that's A Legend of Zelda for the Switch that I can get behind. Not this, uh, like, <laughs> Hyrule, like, was it Tomb of the Necro Dancer or something like that? Yep, Tomb of the Necro Dancer dev team is making Cadence of Hyrule, a game yeah, not, I'm not excited down. about. Not down. Not down. <laughs> Are any of these going to make you guys buy an enhanced version of the Switch? Um, No. What about a version of the Switch that costs, like, $200? No. no. <laughs> I have phones. Don't, don't you people have phones? I have phones. I don't need Switch. Or PC. I have phones. <laughs> But I mean, come on. Like, I know people are going to buy it, but they're like, hey guys, we know that the Switch technologically, like the Switch is fun. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. The Switch is fun. Like a lot of stuff that is on the Switch, really fun, really innovative. But I mean, like it wasn't even up to par with like the PlayStation 4 and uh, the Xbox One, like the base models in terms of, you know, processing power and shit. You're telling me that one that's going to be half the price, specifically, you know, kind of the dumbed down version of that technologically, is going to be worth playing in 2020? Like, if it would have come out in 2014, maybe. I mean, the way it's dumbed down is that, you know, you can't remove the Joy-Cons and it doesn't have rumble features. Not, and the, the screen the, is even worse. I mean, the screen only gets up to 720p, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. And, like, the process... It has, like, the processing power of, like, a PlayStation 3. Not like like, the Xbox One, the most powerful console ever. Ever. I mean... But then Google Stadia came out and has, like, twice as many teraflops. Whatever the fuck that means. And you still can't play it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never be able to play. I'll never have 25 megabits per second. Maybe if you move into a better apartment, but you'll also never be able to play Borderlands 3 unless you get an account on the Epic Store because it's going to be an exclusive for six months before coming to Steam. And now libertarian gamers suddenly hate capitalism. I mean, I have a gaming PC... Or a gaming laptop, at least. I can play Borderlands 3 when it comes out whenever I want. <laughs> Epic, Epic Store doesn't cost anything. Did you just say you had a PlayStation 3? I said a gaming PC. Oh, okay. 
PS3, gaming PC. It's similar. Yeah. There's similar sounding. Yeah. Could not be more different in processing power. I think the main reason why they're angry though is because they don't want to put their information on another platform. I think that's why I've heard the main anger is like, why do I have to do that to play this game? Like, I don't want to get an epic, you know, I just prefer Steam. I don't want to spread my info everywhere. Well, I mean, then then don't get it, you know? Like, like, <laughs> like if, if people, wow, I mean, like, if there's exclusives and stuff like that, like, if there was, like, an Xbox exclusive and the Sony fans freaked out and said, like, no, I don't want to get an Xbox, that's unreasonable. Like, well, then don't. Okay, but you could get, like, an Xbox with, like, cash, and then you buy the games, like, you know, you don't have to, like, give a different company your info, necessarily, I, unless if you buy it so as a download. I think that's what they said the, their main issue was, is that they had to keep on throwing out their credit card at, like, 20 different places. You don't have to save your credit card information there, though. Yeah, if it's but a security still, thing, it's like... Do you trust any security on thing online? <laughs> I, I feel like the reason that people are upset is because on PC, they haven't really had to deal with vendor locking like consoles have for a long, long time. So back in the day, you used to just buy a disc and then you download the game and then you'd play it on your PC and then it turned to Steam and there hasn't really been much competition or exclusives except for EA, but everyone just says fuck them. And uh, yeah, now there's like major releases that are coming out on different platforms and people are upset about it that ties in heavily to the tweet i linked below this is that still active can you guys see it did it get deleted it looks like it's still up on my end also relevant oh yeah yeah i saw this this is fun (laughs) yeah (laughs) the simpsons meme where it is the monkeys fighting (laughs) who who is the guy the face that they put in there the He's wearing sunglasses. sunglasses. Yeah, who is that? Yeah. Because we have all the logos, and then there's someone's face. Who is that? I do not know. Also, what is the, like, the red circle with the the red U? That's the Ouya? Yep. I don't know. I was going to say, is that the fucking Ouya? That's where my mind went. Is it actually the Ouya? There's no no way. The Ouya died years ago. Somebody is not a thing. I'm like I'm looking up Ouya logo. No, I have no idea how to spell Ouya. It's uh, I mean, oh shit, it is. Yeah. It's That's the Ouya. Shout out to yeah, the Ouya. Ouya's not a real thing. I know. <laughs> Why is that on there? You know, console titans, Xbox, PlayStation, Ouya, <laughs> Switch. Seriously. What the hell? Uh, oh, shit. I am not positive, but I really, really hope that's Soldier Boy. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. No, I don't think that is. I think, doesn't Soldier Boy have tattoos? Not in his face. Yeah, yeah he does. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he absolutely has facial <laughs> tattoos. I mean, this guy's wearing sunglasses, so you can't tell. He's got one, like, on his forehead. Like,. No, he doesn't. That guy he's looks like... a little too clean. Oh, no, oh my right. god, I think it's Soldier Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. When I zoomed in, you can see the tattoo in, in between his eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah, that's industry, Soldier Boy. Industry Titans. 
<laughs> Good lord. Uh, we've come so far. Also, I just want to throw out that any comparisons between the Epic Store and Steam and PlayStation and Xbox... Epic Store doesn't have, like, a $500 down payment to yeah, you download You literally it. don't have to pay any money to get access to Steam or the Epic Game Store. It, it, it is, is still, bullshit that they are so upset. It's still maybe shitty capitalism that uh, Epic Games is just using its incredible amount of money to convince developers to, uh, you know, this game is going to be an Epic Store exclusive for X amount of time. But then again, I also see Steam, Valve not doing anything to maybe make their service more valuable now that they have a genuine competition for the first time. So I I don't know how to feel about it other than if you are upset about this, then, hey, maybe, you know, rethink your political and epic, economic views as a whole. Like, maybe <laughs> this is a systemic issue. Or maybe that's stretch. <laughs> I don't know if this is an issue of politics. <laughs> I think this is literally just people. There, there's a product that exists that they don't want it to. Nah, I've seen a lot of, I, I've seen a lot of hot takes that tie this to problems with capitalism. So that's where my my mind's at for this. My mind is also. Considering buying a Nintendo Labo VR kit, because apparently Super Mario Odyssey and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild will get updates so they support the VR platform. Super Mario Odyssey specifically will get a couple of VR specific levels, and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild will be fully playable in VR. What does that even mean, though? How would that work? Yeah, like Zelda isn't a first-person game. I've seen third-person VR games before, and I I don't get the point of that. Yeah, they're pointless. Yeah, well, VR is it, fun, it's just, but yeah, well, I mean, VR is fun, but usually it's first-person. That's like the whole mm-hmm. virtual reality. If it's third-person, it's not really a reality. You're like looking over some dude's shoulder. <laughs> I don't get how the camera would work. I, I think you just, instead of using the, what is it for Breath of the Wild, the left stick to change the camera, you would just move your head? Yeah. Yeah, that's just all. That's dumb. Also, <laughs> is this, is the Nintendo Labo VR still, like, where you have the Joy-Cons, like, still attached to the screen? Yes. Into your face? <laughs> that would be exhausting. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, like, doesn't that sound like it would hurt your neck and back really bad? <laughs> Like, why can't you just remove the fucking Joy-Cons? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. I don't. You're just going to hold your goddamn hands in front of your face for six hours. I, I think Nintendo would argue that you're not playing Breath of the Wild for six hours at a time. Uh, well, then they haven't seen literally anyone play the game. <laughs> oh, also, that's right. Um... VR generally requires at least 60 FPS yeah. to avoid motion sickness. How, how is this going to handle that? Yeah, the Switch cannot do 60 FPS on, like, Zelda. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be something. And I look forward to finding out how probably awful this is, but also if it's great, I, 
I don't know, Nintendo has pulled off shit like this before, where they take what seems like a bad or weird idea, and it becomes the next gaming sensation. So, I don't know. Kind of 60-40 on the odds. What are the odds that the AAF is dead, though? It's It's dead. dead. (laughs) 100%. Yeah. What... what what happened here well um maybe you can explain it a little bit better ryan yeah so basically um the alliance of american football when it was first established it had some ip which was like this gambling app that it was apparently going to take to market and be really big and um one guy uh so it was founded by charlie ebersall and bill polian who are both like football guys and they wanted Mm -hmm. to make like a football product and all that and then they ran out of money really early in the season, and angel investors swooped in and invested $250 million, which was going to fund the league for, like, well, the next five to seven years. Also, this guy was, like, the owner of, like, like the essentially the equivalent of, like, a minor league hockey team on the East Coast, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah, it was, he was, it was, he was like, an investor. Yeah. So he invested a ton of money, and um, then halfway through the season, basically chose like he's like well i own a majority stake in this league and all i really invested for was like the gambling app and everything like that so no need to really play football anymore (laughs) so let's shut down the league yeah it was pretty fucking nuts yeah because he literally just took all of his money it's like well i have the gambling app now like goodbye and then just shut down the league because he didn't want to he basically just like okay i'm out this much money because this is how far we got into the the season and then as soon as the gambling app was done he's like it's done no more <laughs> um basically all of the teams and players were told your contracts are now done we're not going to pay you anything you are now like evicted because <laughs> <laughs> they were like mostly living in hotels or like apartments paid for by the teams so they all got kicked out <laughs> um a lot of people who you know, had, like, signed contracts in recent weeks, like, will never get paid because the paychecks hadn't gone out yet. Um, No more future paychecks. You know, these people signed contracts for, I think, first year was, like, $70,000, and the next year is going to be, like, $90,000. Like, all players got paid the same. Um, But it still got paid out in, you know, like, bi-weekly increments, and that's just done. Like, they're never going to get paid again. (laughs) Um. A lot of people were kind of speculating that it kind of had to do with the fact that the NFL Players Association wouldn't let them take basically practice squad members on NFL teams and let them play in the like NFL. But that seems now like it was such a minor part of it because Bill Polian was like, yeah, no, like we wanted this to be a developmental league. We wanted to get the NFL Players Associ- Association in on it, but it's too early right now in the league's history to like say oh okay we can't really do that we'll just shut it all down (laughs) in the middle of the fucking first season so it's just it's nuts and now there's kind of been a run on like the stars of the aaf uh for nfl teams like the the couple of players that really stood out and you know were pretty good uh have now been signed to what will likely be practice squad contracts but who knows but still, really sad. Yep. There's one player who 
uh, would be familiar to a lot of Packer fans. J. Rowan Elliott. Yeah, he was the sack leader in the AF. Yep. He was uh, known as Shakespeare because he's always making plays. Mm-hmm. Oh! And then then he kind of just got cut one year yeah. and popped right back up in the AAF. So, there you go. And Johnny Manziel was on a team for two weeks. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's sad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My sister's heartbroken over it. Who is she a fan of? Oh, she just loves football in general. Oh. And she essentially just lives for it. Because I was a lifelong uh, Salt Lake Stallions fan, obviously, from birth. You know, I was always bleeding blue and white. Uh, mm. So to see my beloved Stallions fall like that is just not fair. <laughs> I was was a big time Orlando Apollos fan. Uh, bit of a bit of a Patriots situation <laughs> with the Orlando Apollos. I. Uh... I, I, I was a big-time supporter of the Bazooka Sharks, bleeding, bleeding neon green and uh, seafoam blue over here. Mm. There you go. Not a real C- team. Seafoam blue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also in television, we got the... Initial cast of the Cowboy Bebop live-action Netflix series. Uh, oh, John wait, Cho- it's a Netflix series? I thought it was a movie that they were Netflix making. series. Oh, huh. Yeah. We got John Cho playing Spike Spiegel. Uh, Mustafa Shakir will play Jet Black. Uh, Daniela Pineda will play Faye Valentine. And presumably, Alex Hassel will play Vicious. It's Not a terrible new. cast. Wow! Wait, his his name is Jet Black. I just, I, I thought it was just Jet. Honestly, <laughs> his full name is Jet Black. Jeez. Um. No, I, my my money's on Alex Hassel playing Edward. You you think Alex Hassel will play an extremely androgynous thirteen year old girl? Yes. I, I would sooner believe that he was the mocap actor for I'm the Dog. I'll die on this hill. <laughs> mm. um, Emma, why, why you don't really, you yeah, don't really like, seem to you... like the cast. My reaction is that this is getting me excited for what is still a bad idea, but why do you think it's a terrible cast? Because, oh, what's his name? Uh, John Cho. He can't move like water. He's not that cool. I'm just sorry. He can't play I, Spike Lee. That's just a terrible casting choice. His, his not, he's he not was Spike in Star Lee. Trek. He's a nerdy guy. I'm sorry. He can't be a Spike Lee. Did you just call him Spike Lee? Spike Lee. Sorry. What's his name? Uh, Spike Spiegel. Spike Spiegel. <laughs> Who's the guy he's supposed to be like... Um, he based I, off of... I forget the Japanese actor's name. That is just no. basically Spike. What? No, who who's supposed to be based off of the character Spike Spiegel supposed to be based off of? Yeah, it's a Japanese actor, and I just said I can't remember no, his name. No, it's not a Japanese actor. It's I, a martial art person. I'm rather confident that Spike Spiegel is just like 
based on an actor. Not okay. the way he moves. That's based off on... If only we had devices that could look up this information. Well, you I have an Google iPad it. in front of you. Why aren't you looking it up? And you have a phone that you never have on you. Spike's appearance is primarily based off the main protagonist of Tante Monogatari, portrayed by famous Japanese actor Yusaka Matsuda. But that's not his movement. He fights like a specific martial artist. I can't remember his name, though. Like the moving like water, that's based off of someone. I forget his name. It escapes me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Andrew, I do have a question for you, though, with this casting. It was kind of a rumor that was going around that uh, the role of Spike Spiegel, it was kind of between John Cho and uh, Stephen Ewan of The Walking Dead. Oh, um, dude. Stephen Yun as Spike would have been so fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> do you genuinely believe that or is that just because you like have seen more I'm, of I'm, his I'm work just, than john cho's i i'm, I'm just a fan of stephen young oh okay. like I, I think john cho will probably be fine um i'm just a fan of stephen young he's a really good actor i he's think really, he'd be better really too. funny guy andrew have you seen sorry not to bother uh, sorry to bother you yet no shit i still haven't Stephen Young, critical role in that movie. That's all I'm saying. We could watch okay. a rabbit together. That's true. Yeah, Andrew. Oh, we still I'm should down. watch a rabbit movie. I'm I'm down. Like pick out a time like a and place. Idea. Then I mean a not a movie in that time. time and place. <laughs> <laughs> My couch. <laughs> Ryan, get in on this. We're starting a movie night. Yeah. Tell Ian. Tell yeah. everyone. Oh yeah, that's gonna be tough. Tell oh, that could be a Patreon number five level. Is you get to watch a movie on Rabbit with us. Yes. Oh, cool. Your choices are Sorry to Bother You and Dragon Ball Super Broly. Gonna watch it again. How about Spider Verse? You were like, you're going for that. Wait, what's Rabbit? Hold on. Oh, Ra- Rabbit is, is a, it's like an app and a website that lets different people watch a movie, at the same time. So you pull up a video player in your computer and then rabbit basically gives one person the remote control and then it shares the screen and then you can talk to people while you watch it at the same time like can you only do it if you're watching like legal stuff no anything no lucas and i watched uh dragon ball super broly on a couch tuner got it i'm just admitted to pirating you know yeah that's illegal (laughs) we didn't download anything we're rebels Not unlike the Joker in the new trailer for the Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix. You know, I'm kind of for it. It reminds yeah, me of I, that. Yeah, I think so too. I watched it a couple of times and I like the trailer. It's like it they intriguing. took... Oh. Go ahead. Oh, it's like they no. took Taxi Driver and just put the Joker on top of it. That's what it kind of feels like to me. That's what a lot of a people are bit. saying. Yeah. I mean, uh, Martin Scorsese was reportedly involved with this movie basically until they started filming <laughs> so i think that's why a lot of people say it feels like a scorsese movie scorsese scorsese movie as or they call scorsese. them in la scorsese scorsese <laughs> I, I i i don't know how game i am for another joker movie especially considering it'll just i 
I, I don't know if it... a Joker movie. There's never been a Joker movie. Yeah, no, not, not a standalone. Tim Burton's Batman movie was a Joker movie. The Dark Knight was basically a Joker movie. No, that was a Batman movie no, with not. the Joker in it. Well, yeah, the Joker's not the central character. You can argue that the Joker is, like, the more important character than Batman, but, like, we're not following the Joker. We don't see the Joker's every move. They're not. He's not our lens to that world. The, the killing joke might be the most... You know the closest thing to like a Joker movie that exists out there, and it's still called Batman: The Killing Joke. Well, there, and... there is no other Joker movie. But it's also this philosophy, though, in all those movies, and that's usually the main focal point. Batman's just kind of the side piece that you know just ends up winning. But I... it's mostly about like what the Joker's impact on society is, and the actual like Batman and what he's doing. I, yeah, then I guess I don't know. I. The Joker, to me, it only serves the point of, like, hey, here is the opposite of whatever, you know, Batman is in this version of this story. Joker embodies, like, the opposite of Batman's ideals, and then that's the super easy way we make the moral of this story clear. And I... I just don't know if the Joker works without Batman, and I don't know how interested I am in a Joker origin story since... You know, it, it was kind of a big point of the character that his origins don't matter. Well, the point is that the origins don't matter. I, I mean, I know that for some people that's a lot of the, like, interest and intrigue is that, like, he's mysterious, but I don't know how the origins don't matter. Because... Well, the Dark Knight did a whole thing about him telling different versions of his origin story, making fun yeah. of that concept, and it. And was that making fun of that concept? I thought that it was always to strike the most terror into the person that he's talking to. Like for Rachel, it's his wife. For Gamble, who didn't have a father, it's a story about his father. Like, I thought that it wasn't just like a pointless like, ha ha ha, we're making fun of origin stories. It was very much like a pointed. Yeah, he's he's striking the most terror into these people that he possibly can. He can fulfill more than one purpose, and <laughs> but which ones? Which one do you think Christopher Nolan making a super dramatic, like dark Batman movie was probably more interested in? Oh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. I don't think he was just trying to poke fun at that concept. Yeah, I mean, if Zack Snyder had made that movie, yeah, sure. <laughs> if you made that argument, I'd believe you. But he didn't. Or if Ryan Reynolds made a Joker, then yeah, that's like the whole point, is that it's a joke. You think the Joker doesn't kill people? You're living in a fucking fantasy world. I mean, it's also a core thing of the Joker that he is fundamentally wrong. The points he is bringing up, the things he is arguing are just not true. And an entire movie dedicated to being like, here's his perspective, here's why he thinks he is right. I don't know... I don't think I, don't I ever know got that impression that right from the Joker that he was just an evil guy that everyone knew he was wrong. Like, Wasn't the whole point in the end of The Dark Knight? No. Yeah, What's I that? agree he with kind of... that. What? Yeah. The, the movie was definitely trying to say that like he was wrong and that people, like, or humanity isn't like doomed to chaos and everything like that. People are willing to stand up for what's good. Lucas is right about that. I don't know how it necessarily applies to the fact that like his origin story is meaningless, but 
No, I definitely agree with Lucas there that it was it was he was meant to not be correct in his. Well, yeah, but like saying that like no, we we don't agree with the Joker, therefore it doesn't matter how he got to be the way he is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I don't okay. see that connection. Yeah, but like they definitely meant for it to be like a he's wrong and he's overcome by a better philosophy. Yeah, I I guess. I don't, I don't know if I'm particularly looking forward to a movie that's like, here's an hour and a half of why the Joker thinks he's right. But, I don't know. Do you guys think Batman will be in it? Yeah, he's I in mean, it. He's a little yeah, kid in it. Little, little Bruce he's, Wayne for him. Yeah. Yeah, he, huh? you see him in the gate scene and the Joker's like making him smile with his fingers. Wait, how much older is the Joker than Batman? So the origin doesn't matter, so. Yeah. <laughs> I take that, liberals. <laughs> I always thought they were like the same age. No, all right, all right. Um. So, Bleacher Report is dishing out the drama. Yeah, this is uh, this is a weird one. I mean, I don't want to talk about this for too long because this is not a football podcast and this is not a, hey, we're from Wisconsin podcast. But yeah, so Tyler Dune from Bleacher Report put out a, like, pretty much a, a blockbuster uh, article about, like, the last 15 or so, or yeah, about, about like 14, 15 years of Aaron Rodgers being with the Green Bay Packers and, like, the dysfunction between coach mike mccarthy and aaron Rodgers, and the general manager ted thompson and just how like like you know kind of painting it as like a very divisive you know team that a lot of players didn't like each other and like the coaches were all a bunch of fucking idiots and that in all honesty they should have won you know five or six super bowls and been the dynasty that the patriots were but it never happened um, they kind of said like Aaron Rodgers is petty and a diva and Mike McCarthy is just a fucking moron. <laughs> um, take it all with a grain of salt. Um, two of their biggest sources were Jermichael Finley and Greg Jennings, who used to play for the Packers along with Aaron Rodgers. And they have been over the last couple of years, very critical of Aaron Rodgers and kind of, they've already said all the things that they said in this article about Aaron Rodgers. Um, and then you had people that they interviewed that kind of said, like, no, that's not the case. Aaron isn't petty. He just, you know, like, values hard work and winning above all else. And he hated Mike McCarthy because he knew he was smarter than him. And Mike McCarthy didn't really try very hard. And he thought that he was, like, the guy that had all these amazing football schemes that, in all honesty, it was just because he had an ungodly amount of talent on the offense that is just ridiculous. Um, and then just the general manager being terrible at drafting uh, the last couple of years and not signing veterans like he was supposed to. And just kind of a, a weird, crazy thing to see being a Packers fan. Some of it kind of seems like stuff I don't agree with. You know, my perspective on the situation is different, but did any of you, I know Ryan you I, you said you read it did any of you guys read it Yeah I read through it and um it does seem like it is more and more of an emerging narrative uh, from my perspective at least that 
Maybe the Packers were as good as they were for so long, not because of Mike, uh, Mike McCarthy, but in spite of him. Oh, absolutely. You know, just the idea that Mike McCarthy never innovated his play calling and for, you know, a stretch of four or five years in there, he had just an elite set of receivers and the best quarterback in football. Um, and, you know, the defense that always kind of floundered. But then he always thought when all these points are being put on the board that it was because of him and not because he just had players that could stretch the defense so thin. But uh, I think it's I think it's just football and good lord did people dive into this. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think Packers fans are really fucking spoiled. That's all I know. We are. Yeah. Good lord. We have one losing season and everyone jumps on the bandwagon to like basically tear the whole organization down. I'm like, wow. So I don't know. It's all overblown by people who had a bone to or an axe to grind. There's nothing like super serious. Like, there's no serious accusations in this whole thing. Like, the only accusation is Aaron Rodgers was a jerk to me, and Mike McCarthy got pretty content and lazy towards the end. Like, I don't know. Who cares? Well, and I mean, <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, like I said, like these are all things that Jermichael Finley and Greg Jennings have said for years. Like, none of that. Mm-hmm was anything new and it's also you know there's these two or three guys that have been open saying like Aaron Rodgers fucking sucks like what, what was the tweet you told me about Ryan it's like Greg Jennings <laughs> yeah Aaron Rodgers murdered my whole family yeah it's just no yeah. one blank yeah Greg Jennings Aaron Rodgers murdered my entire family yeah and then like you had you have guys that are, are even not on the Packers anymore that have said like hold on hold on hold on like this shit just is not true. Like, haha, Clinton Dix came out with a bunch of tweets just kind of going off this morning saying, like, hold the fuck up. Like, you, he, uh, he got a little mean about it. <laughs> He's like, y'all a bunch of little bitch-ass hoes. Like, <laughs> none, none of this shit's real. Like, a bunch of players being babies and shit. It's like, yeah, so he, he kind of went off on Greg Jennings and Jermichael saying, like, none of this shit is real. Uh, you know, saying that Aaron Rodgers is... And he called him an alpha male, incredible leader who wants to win. And then said, y'all a bunch of females. Oh. Which is not, not okay. No. Yeah. I, but even, even, like, Ryan Grant, who, like, what they quoted in the article, you know, with the, the famous AI quote, saying, like, Aaron Rodgers is, like, runaway AI because he became smart, smarter than Mike McCarthy... Like, he, he he also was tweeting, like, people really took this the wrong way. It's like, Aaron Rodgers is a good man and my friend. And, like, I just meant that he's incredibly smart and talented. So I, I think they probably took a lot of what people said and stretched it out of proportions. I But also, like I, you said, it's, it is fucking football. <laughs> like, this. Pe- people argue on teams. As you know, this is about as close as football gets to professional wrestling. And since I've realized I'm just too old to get into professional wrestling now, I'm just eating up this drama. This is not the narrative <laughs> of professional wrestling. Like, if like if we were talking about the article that ESPN put out about the Patriots, like, two years ago, then yeah, sure, that shit was, like, the fucking godfather. <laughs> this, this what is... about the 
what about the recent shit with Antonio Brown going in on Juju? Oh yeah, Schuster? and Juju's like, all I did broke. was give this man love. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he basically called him out and was just like, "Y'all so high on Juju." Meanwhile, he fumbled away our team's yeah. chance at the postseason. <laughs> yeah, Antonio Brown didn't suit up for that game. Like, he <laughs> yeah, just straight up didn't show up for that game. Mm-hmm. And then Juju has a late game fumble, and apparently <laughs> the, he lost the season for the team. I'm like, wow. yeah. Uh, that, that's that's some pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, Antonio Brown or uh, Juju seeing the real Antonio Brown. Yeah, for the first time. Yeah. I, I saw that. Do you guys know enough about wrestling to confidently say who the Undertaker of professional football is? Ooh. Um, Brett Favre because he be, keeps coming back. Yeah, <laughs> someone who keeps coming back. So yeah. Brett Favre wouldn't be bad, although Marshawn Lynch might be more applicable. Oh yeah, just yeah, like burying fools <laughs> and then coming back from the dead. Like that sounds about right. Marshawn Lynch took two years off of football, right? Yeah, that's I think crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, you know what? I um official stance of the voluntary viewing podcast: Marshawn Lynch is the undertaker of professional football. There you go. Who's David Bautista? the actor from Guardians of the Galaxy. He used to be a pro wrestler. Yeah. Wait, did No, no, I meant... Who, or are you asking who, 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 who is the David who's Bautista? the David Bautista football? Yeah. Are there any football players that have had decent yeah. acting careers after? Successful acting careers. Uh, I mean, The Rock. Oh, uh, yeah. The Rock, was, the Rock was a wrestler. He wasn't a football player. No, he was he a football. college football... Uh, and a Canadian football player for a season. Yeah. That the doesn't Rock? count. Oh. Yeah. The mm-hmm. Rock played pro football. Really? In Canada. It's Canada, though. Even my dad <laughs> wouldn't count that as counting, and he's Canadian, so wow. he would know. <laughs> wow. Canadian football, I count as pro football. It's hey. close enough. There's not going to be any actual, like, successful football players that had a successful acting career. Oh, O.J. Simpson. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is doing a disservice to uh. Dave Batista. <laughs> Act with Peyton Manning's commercials. <sighs> O.J. Simpson was really funny in Naked Gun. I don't know. Like, he, he had chops. I'm not going to lie. Uh, what could oh, have been? Wait. What about Terry Crews? He played football. Yeah, that's right. Huh? That's fair. I think he got drafted. It was like in the seventh round, but huh. good enough to get drafted. There you go. That's someone. Someone who didn't murder their yeah. spouse and her lover. Yeah. <laughs> well, technically... Legally speaking, O.J. didn't either. Oh, okay. Allegedly. 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 Didn't he rob a place? Yeah, he stole back a bunch of sports memorabilia that was his. (laughs) He also, like... That's when he actually went to prison. No, I thought thought it was because he held a dude at gunpoint with his friend who, like, like, this dude owed his friend money, so they held him up at gunpoint and kidnapped him. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I think I think that's why he went to jail the most recent time. I thought um, I thought they got OJ on tax stuff. What if what if, <laughs> we all three have different? <laughs> we have no reasons. idea. <laughs> Wait, no, I thought it was the sports memorabilia theft. Were we even born sure. when OJ went to yes. jail? Yeah, we were when Las Vegas robbery in 2007. A group of men led by Simpson entered a room at the Palace Station Hotel Casino. And took sports memorabilia at gunpoint, yeah. which resulted in Simpson being questioned by police. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I thought he. I thought he was charged with kidnapping for something. I didn't think so. I was wrong. I'll admit that. Yeah, it wasn't tax stuff. Okay. Well, it, it does sure. say O.J. Simpson 
is an American former running back, broadcaster, actor, advertising spokesperson, and convicted robber and kidnapper. What the fuck? What was he convicted oh. of? It, I think it's still for that Las Vegas thing. I think he stole the memorabilia and then kidnapped someone. I mean, is... Um, wait, they were charged with... Oh! Simpson got kidnapping charges because he did not allow anybody to leave the room. Oh, okay. Which becomes... Oh, okay. That... I could... Okay, yeah, I could see that falling that way on the Venn diagram. Yeah. So, so it's abducting, like... it's when you actually take them somewhere else, or... Yeah, yeah. kidnapping okay. seems like it's just making them be somewhere and not letting them go where they want to. Robbing them of their autonomy. I'm surprised no kids in like school have tried using that defense to leave. My <laughs> detention is kidnapping. Le- legal precedent. Do we have any memes this week? Hell yeah. What's the meme, Y'all Ryan? See- Y'all see the Duolingo meme? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you like you forgot your Spanish lessons again. You know you what You know what means. happens now. Intruder alert. Back door. Proceed with caution. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Oh, fuck. Like, oh, fuck. The, like, the original tweet that they put out for Duolingo with whatever expansion or something is super mm-hmm. creepy. Have you guys seen it? I have not. It's just like the Duolingo owl standing in a doorway. It's and coming it's, soon. And it's dark out and it said something's coming. <laughs> it's just coming soon. Oh, okay. I thought fair. it said something's coming. It was something's coming. That's a little mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Then there was also the, looks like you missed your Korean lesson. You know what happens now. Emergency alert. Ballistic missile threat inbound. <laughs> Seek immediate shelter. This is yeah. not a drill. <laughs> Leave my family yeah. alone. <laughs> the it's got i see one with the photoshop of drake with like his hand out and it says shit please don't kill me and then it's the drake like pointing and he's like more happy and mierda por favor no me mate <laughs> oh man i feel like the, there's uh, some other memes i just haven't seen or i can't remember the only meme I've really seen this week is, and it's kind of a light meme, is uh, this one Twitter user, I think his name is something stupid, like Fetus Juice or something, <laughs> what? put out a big long rant about how well easy mode in video games is bad and you're robbing yourself of the experience and you didn't actually get any accomplishment and, you know, calm seas don't make for a strong sailor. And just dumb gatekeeping bullshit like that. And so then a bunch of people have been uh, using that similar format to just highlight examples of how people have always cheated at video games. Like, uh, well, one of the ones I saw recently was uh, just in parentheses, left GameCube on for 100 hours to unlock Mewtwo. And then verbatim, the dumb Twitter rant he had. And shit like that. And I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Is that all we got for memes? Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's got to be more memes. There's got to. I mean, there are, but they aren't really relevant. There's some pretty passive-aggressive Duolingo ones, too. (laughs) Hi, it's Duo. These reminders don't seem to be working. We'll stop sending them for now. Just 
<laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> Click on our links. <laughs> we, we contacted a college student who took an intro to psychology course to design part of this app. Probably won't show. Pretty much. So what did you guys watch this past week? Or play, or read, or whatever the fuck? Uh, Are we in breakouts now? We are in breakouts. You didn't say it. That's breakouts. Um, There has been a brief, almost certainly already dead, resurgence in Minecraft. Yeah. um, Within the X college minecraft group <gasps> um, oh my god i think it's already dead oh. <laughs> it lasted maybe like five days and then i hopped on on what will probably be the last ever session oh um but i've been still playing on the server alone because no one else is hopping on we're did 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 you play a match with uh what's his name who tattled on andrew freshman year oh <laughs> With, yeah, let's keep it as what's it now. Okay, I'll um, just say that. I mean, <laughs> you can cut that out, Lucas. <laughs> but then the uncut people will know. Yes. Yeah, but they Get have to, to pay for it, so it's worth it. Follow tier number three or whatever it was. Um, No. Short answer. Good. Yes. But it was, it's fun. I'm... I'm I'm hooked, and I'll play for a while until everyone, you know, comes back to it eventually. I, okay, I've never played a single minute of Minecraft. What is, what what flip is getting switched when you play that game? What switch is getting flipped, probably? <laughs> sure, um, whatever I said. <laughs> flip is getting switched. Yes. Um, that sounds like Bojack. <laughs> Um, I don't know, accomplishment, like a very uh, self-imposed list of, like, to-do things. Like, if you're, for me, like, I am almost 100% self-motivated. Like, the only reason that I'll ever do anything ever is because, like, I am, I myself, like, have my own reasons for doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, like, Minecraft, it's kind of the perfect, like, I can create my own checklist and then accomplish things like as I go, whereas like some games will give you objectives and stuff like that, which isn't as rewarding for me. Um, so yeah, just for me, it's being able to be like, hey, I need this resource. I'm going to go gather that resource, and then when you finish it, it's like a sense of accomplishment, checking things off your list. Okay, so, so. it's like the dopamine you get from a to-do list, except instead of it taking up your entire day, you can knock it out in like an hour or two. And you, and you can just play. It, it's the perfect game for... It fits perfectly into your schedule. Like, right. If you want to play for 10 minutes, you could do that. And it, nothing would be lost. If you want to play for five hours, you can totally do that. Like, There's definitely stuff worth doing for five hours. And, and there's no like overarching story beats that are good to like stop and take a break at. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely part of it too. And it's also a great podcast game. I feel like I have a, like a small collection of podcast games that are great to play while you're also consuming a different thing like a different part of media be it a podcast or like a tv show that you've already watched so that's another plus for it for me but yeah 
Alright. So, very cool. Um, Emma and I saw Shazam on Friday. Are we allowed to talk about spoilers, or do you guys think you might actually watch it? I think I might watch it. Okay. Um, really good. Like, uh, ratings are dumb, but 4.5 or a 5 out of 5 for me. Um, it's gonna be at the top of a lot of people's best Christmas movie lists now. It's a Christmas movie? Yes. Uh-huh. The same way Die Hard is. Emma, what would you think? No spoilers. Uh, it was very good. I would say The Dark Knight's a 10 out of 10 for superhero films. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man's like a 9.5. And then this movie would be like a 9.2. And then it's just a huge dive after that. It was very good. Uh, even my sister, who hates superhero movies, enjoyed it. And also, how can you not like Chuck? Um, Sam also... Raimi's Spider-Man is a nine and a half out of ten for you. Yep. Okay. Yep. I won't. I won't argue with you. I'll just clarify. But what is it for you, Andrew? I I don't know. <laughs> it's it's an okay movie. Well, I'm saying for superhero films. Yeah. It's one of the better superhero films. Like. None of the Marvel movies are really any good. Most DC movies are really not good. Like I'll agree the, with the Dark Knight's a Well, the Marvel movies are snorefest. I just get so bored watching them. The Sam Raimi movies at least are like cheesy, fun. They kind of feel like the comics and they're like, you know, it has a good soundtrack. Um and it's just, you know, it's enjoyable. It's not a masterpiece, but for a superhero film, it's really good. It hits all the notes. You gotta like the train scene in Spider-Man too. Yeah, I mean Spider-Man. Or just all the Spider-Man Two was definitely the best out of the three, but but yeah. Is Spider-Man Three? Does that take down the rating of the other two at all? Oh, I didn't even count that one. I just did the first two. (laughs) The third one isn't that bad in my mind. It's as good as most Marvel films. I really don't like Marvel films. (laughs) Oh, my God. Guardians of the Galaxy, I guess, is the one exception, and that would be in the nine range as well. What about Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Same with that one, both of them. The third Spider-Man film isn't really a Sam Raimi film because he didn't... There's a lot of... um, Sony interfered a lot. He just had Sandman as the main villain, but they really won Venom. So that's why Venom was put in there. I don't blame the movie for not being as good as it should have been. Where where do you rank actual Venom movie? (laughs) I don't even count those as a superhero movie. That's just something else. I am still pissed that Venom was sexy lady Venom when Venom made out with Tom Hardy. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, you guys know how, like, it, there was a whole thing about how Venom and Tom Hardy make out in that movie? Mm-hmm. Like, Venom was possessing uh, Tom Hardy char- a character's girlfriend. And then Tom Hardy was making out with Venom. He wasn't making out with fucking jacked, nine-foot-tall monster Venom. He was making out with hot, sexy lady Venom. That reminds me of our conversation. Those first couple of words should not be used in the same (laughs) sentence describing Venom. 
I agree, and that's why it wasn't good, and he should have been making out with a monster. Okay. That's what they needed to do to get my $12 to see that movie. Oh, boy. Uh, also, I'll say a lot more references in Shazam than what I thought there would be, and those were a lot of fun. Oh, and the villain's interesting. Yeah. Like, just imagine Harry Potter, except it was all ripped away from him, and he just was stuck underneath the stairs for 12 more years. And that's the villain, pretty much. <laughs> and I have a video about him up on behind the screen that people listening should check out. Follow me on Twitter, at LucasTorider. Yeah. Andrew, what are you checking out? Um, I'm trying to remember. Um, so I'm almost done with Cowboy Bebop now. Nice. Oh, um, what episode are you on? I just finished the episode, but there's an actual cowboy. <laughs> yeah! yeah! And, then, and then the dude who, like, they, you know, handed over to the police is, like, explaining why he planted all these bombs. He's like, I was trying to fight the uh, this idea of excess and capitalism and, you know, bring back the pioneering spirit of society. And then this dude just screams at him from outside the truck. He's like, hey, look at me. <laughs> the cowboy dude is now a samurai riding on a horse. And, and they, they call me earlier like, in the episode Mamushi. when they're not buying. And they said earlier in the episode when they don't buy Spike's story of what happened. Yeah. When, and they're like, I mean, if you're going to make something up, you should have made him a samurai. That would have been cooler. And then he's a samurai by the end of the episode. Yeah. That, that's a really good one. You might hate the ending. You might love the ending. You might hate the ending. <laughs> okay. I, I feel if, if I don't know the ending, which I don't want to, that could be the case for any piece of media. <laughs> I might hate it and I might love it. Like that's the risk you take when you experience. I media. mean, you'll love the ending, but you'll hate it at the same time. Okay. You'll like want to punch the characters. That's okay. what I mean. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Broken people make bad choices. All right. Now you're spoiling the ending. That's <laughs> conceivably that is. A lot of media. Um, I started playing Battlefield 1 again. Yeah. Um, How many people are playing that? Uh, well, you have to go on server browser and specifically <laughs> find a server because if you click quick join, that you are just going to be put into an empty server alone. Um, so you don't really have a choice on the game modes that you play or the maps or anything like that because... You get, like, five choices between servers, and most of them are full. <laughs> Did you ever buy Battlefield Five? No. Dude. No. I mean, I played the beta, and I hated it. <laughs> uh, and, like, a, a lot of people that played it said, like, uh, this just isn't good. It's just very different. It's, like, its own thing. Um, Speaking of video games, I finished... Uh... Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes, this weekend. Um, really, really had a good time with it. I can see why everybody might not. It's definitely a smaller scale video game, uh, and I like that about it. But really, really interesting narrative, really interesting themes of kind of the person who made it, Suda51, 
dealing with issues of maybe he doesn't like making video games anymore. Um, and also just kind of this character dealing with, uh, would I, would I rather to be at least as toxicity in gaming and how to move past that and how he can't really do that. And I found that all to be really, really cool. And I look forward to the story expansion DLC coming, I think later this month. But is there anything we can talk about together in the group chats? I think we did with the with the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. We're watching group the Packers. Covered. Group chat covered. Do we know who our head coach is going to be yet? Yeah. Yeah. It was announced a long time yeah, ago. Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, I need more wine. <laughs> <laughs> um... Here's a fun fact that doesn't fit anywhere else, so it might as well be at the tail end. Bring it. Um, my office March Madness pool has been going on, and I correctly chose the final four, like the, the final four teams, mm -hmm. which rocketed me up to seventh place. And the top three are, it's like a $10 buy-in, and there's a lot of people in it. So first place gets like 1400 bucks. Second <laughs> wow. place gets... Uh, 700 bucks third place gets 200 bucks and um so my choices my predictions for the final four was uh texas tech versus virginia in the national championship game mm -hmm. so i rocketed up into second place oh oh shit so if texas tech wins i will be remaining in second place and win about 700 dollars and if Texas Tech loses, I will only drop one spot and take about 200 bucks from third place. Oh, so you're guaranteed money. So I am in the money. You know, either and way, you have to money. do something for the office with that, right? <laughs> Come on. You at least got to buy, like, donuts for your section or something. Sure. <laughs> we'll see what I do. What are you um, going to do with your two to 700 winnings then? I don't know. I gotta find something nice. Definitely, if it's seven hundred, I'm gonna try to find something like good that I can buy as like a gift for yeah. myself. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. It, it's gonna be disappointing if I do take second because I'm going to take second by seven points to oh. this other guy who chose Texas Tech. Um, so it, it was very close, and I thought that I'd be able to win it all, but unfortunately, since he also chose Texas Tech. We are going to be lockstep, and he's going to beat me by seven. So, we'll see. But that was a fun, fun weekend cheering for Virginia and Texas Tech, and I uh, got him right. So this is probably my best bracket ever, except for one time. I think I got thirty of the first thirty-two games right in the first round. So, yeah. You should have gone with. Redneck cultist zombies to win it all. I don't know what reference that is. Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. The, uh, the office bracket. Ah. Did you ever see Cabin in the gotcha. Woods, Ryan? No. No. Really? It's good. No, I've heard it's good. Really, really good. Emma, did you see that? Nope. I know Joss Whedon made it. It's essentially Scooby Doo slash Bobby the Vampire Slayer slash maybe a little bit of Angel thrown into a cabin in the woods. So, I have the general gist. 
Yeah, Wait, it was it, Chris. And it's kind of like a Scooby Doo at the Evil Dead. <laughs> it was nice. I think one of the Chris's was in that movie. Yeah, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yep. One, one, one of the Chris's. You could have said one of the Hemsworths. I. <laughs> There's a lot I mean, of Chris's. I'm not gonna lie. Outside of the MCU, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, and Chris Evans are kind of interchangeable to me. That's fair. Isn't Chris Pine in the DCU? Yeah, he's in the DC universe. Uh, he was also Peter Parker in Spider-Man. Yeah, but that's not the MCU. Yeah. It's Marvel. Yeah, but it's not the MCU. Alright, fair enough. The MCU is the one continuous universe. Wait, when was Chris Pine Peter Parker? Uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, God. No, that's not even close. What? It's not even close to the MCU. Ah, okay, fair enough. I thought it was like the Sam Raimi or the Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, God, the Andrew those. Garfield nope, That was Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Well, I know, but M-O, I thought maybe there was like you, an older version. Where do you rate Chris the... Uh, for some reason. Where, Emma, where do you rate the um, Andrew Garfield? No, Emma. Like, oh, where, where that's you, just... Terrible, garbage, okay, hot garbage. Good, good. I hate the entire movie. Good. It did not anger me there. as much as Spider. Uh, sorry, Superman. I actually screamed no when he killed. Oh, I forgot his name. Damn it! I'm forgetting names. In uh, the Zod. Superman, Man of Steel, Zod. Zod. Yeah. That made me so angry. I stomped out of the theater. I care too much. I think about superhero films. So I'm gonna be in my corner now. Oh. Auditorium medium, so you can't see it, but Emma is physically curling up to be smaller right now. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I finally remembered the uh, the meme that I forgot in the meme section. Is it too late? Well, no, what's the meme? It, it's the, like, pass me the boof, or, like, you get past the boof. What do you do? I don't know that one. Oh. <laughs> well, for example, um, one that I saw is... It's the guy from Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, holding a blunt. And it said, Sekiro passes you the boof, what you do. Yes, obey the Iron Code. No, I'm stupid. And then, like, there's just a bunch of shit like that. Like, Yoda passes you the boof, what do you do? And it's like, yes, follow the Jedi way. Like, no, descend into darkness. It, it's just, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to smoke anything Yoda gives me. Let's be real. Um, I saw another one. It's it's like a dude on a roof, and it's like I'm a roofer, I'm a goofer, I'm a midnight boofer, <laughs> which is not funny, but that makes it funny. <laughs> what? Can we wrap it up on that? <laughs> I'm. Nothing positive is coming out of the remainder of this after that. I don't think we're going to do any better than Midnight Boofer. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 44 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. Uh, Be sure to send us questions at uh, voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast. Support us on Patreon. We'll have a link down below now. And if you want to search for that raw, that's going to be... 
Patreon uh, slash voluntary underscore viewing. And yeah, I am Lucas DeRider. I'm a writer online. Follow me on Twitter for all of my writing at Lucas DeRider. Um, everybody say their own wacky outro thing. Andrew, you go first. Hi, I'm Andrew, and I am no longer recording. Andrew stopped recording, so he just ruined this bit. Ryan, are you still recording? Oh, no, I... Yeah. Oh. Oh. I... <laughs> I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. I'm Ryan Holtz, and uh, guess what, guys? The dark web is apparently not a real thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how to explain the plot of Unfriended Dark Web, but... <laughs> They don't understand what the dark web is. Spoiler alert. Tier seven, <laughs> tier seven is just going to be us explaining the plot of Unfriended the Dark Web. Basically. I feel like that should be a Venom movie for Spider-Man. Spider-Man the Dark Web. Venom appears. Fuck. That, that was Emma, and she has a really good title for the Venom sequel. And I'm... You didn't let me go. Oh. oh. Okay, go ahead. Heartbroken. I'm Emma. This is not my expertise, whatever these people are. I'm a geologist. I'm going to be a mud logger. It's going to be sad. That's my outro. (laughs) I'm Lucas, and I'm holding back reassuring the writer. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Oh, goddamn.